Welcome to the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast, where you team up with Money Pilot founder, former Army helicopter pilot, and your host, Katie Cannon, to put your money where your heart is. Together, we'll tackle issues big and small so you can take charge and land your financial life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Money Pilot Financial Advisor Podcast. With all the difficult and crazy news about Corona Apocalypse, I missed the sad news of the death on March 30th of this year of Navy veteran and musical artist Bill Withers. With so many people hurting, afraid, and isolated, his song, Lean On Me, keeps ringing in my ears. What's on your mind? Are you fighting to be brave for your patients, your family, or your employees? It's time to reach out and lean on someone. We all need someone to lean on. It can be hard to reach out when you're the one others are depending on, or if you're feeling overwhelmed. This time last year, I was thinking about this in the time of my life where I was struggling and felt alone. I was writing a speech to deliver for a commencement ceremony at my alma mater. With some quiet time and the benefit of hindsight, I reflected on what I learned from that time and what I wish I had done differently. My key takeaway, reach out. Reach out and help someone else and reach out when you need help. Here's the recording of what I had to say. Kathleen Cannon attended the Findlay College Equestrian Program on an ROTC scholarship and was commissioned in the Army upon graduation. She completed helicopter flight school and served 12 years in Germany, Korea, and the United States as a Black Hawk helicopter pilot, platoon leader, and company commander. Katie was then selected for the Army Foreign Area Officer Program. She studied Mandarin Chinese, graduated from Harvard University with a master's degree in East Asian Studies, and was posted to Beijing for a year for more training. She went on to work as an advisor on China's strategic security issues for the Department of Defense. She was posted to Hong Kong as the Army Attaché and served combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. She retired from 25 years of Army service at the rank of Lieutenant Colonel and was finally able to return to riding horses. Currently, Katie is studying in the Financial Services Master's Degree Program at St. Joseph's University. She plans to graduate next year and provide financial planning advice and counseling to the local underserved community. Please welcome our keynote speaker, Katie Cannon. Thank you, President Fell, and all of the Finley friends and family that are here today, especially our graduates. Ten years into my Army career, I was doing what I had grown to love. I was flying Black Hawk helicopters, and I was leading troops. I led my platoon on a mission to evacuate the U.S. Embassy in Beirut during the first Gulf War. As a company commander, 
I trained and developed night vision goggle techniques that we used in the uh, desert of the National Training Center and brought back my soldiers' mission after successful mission. So when my brigade commander asked me, why was I applying to the Army's Foreign Area Officer Program? Why wasn't I going to stay in aviation to be a battalion commander? I was truly torn. The truth was, despite my success, my road in the Army had been a rocky one. And I had not really seen my way to battalion command. By, the time women, by this time, women had already been in the Army for 20 years, but I'd never met another female pilot above the rank of captain, which was my rank at the time. I asked my brigade commander, how many female aviation brigade, uh, battalion commanders do you know of? None. So it was hard to consider that I might be the first. It wasn't just that I didn't have a role model. I was clearly serving in what we called this man's army. When it was time for me to get my promised Black Hawk platoon at my first duty station, I heard through the grapevine it was going to another lieutenant. I confronted my battalion commander, and he actually told me that the brigade commander and company commander didn't want a female in that job. I was infuriated. <laughs> um, but eventually, I did get that platoon. But I knew every day that, that, that my boss had fought to keep me out. Another friend of mine, Robin, was initially blocked from an OH-58 uh, platoon because women weren't supposed to fly scout helicopters. And my roommate at a staff course was denied a company command by a boss that had the stones to tell her, Lisa, babe, we need a man for that job. So there I was, having a sort of mid-career crisis. It was an extremely tough time for me. I mean, I'll say it again, I loved leading troops. And flying helicopters for the Army was challenging and exciting. And I was good at both. But at home, my marriage was falling apart and would end soon. I despised my boss. One dark night in the desert, we stood chest to chest, him towering over me as he ordered me to change my tactics because that wasn't the way he did it. I had the overwhelming urge to reach up and slug him. <laughs> I literally made a fist. Um, <laughs> but in the end, I just growled, yes, sir, and stomped off into the desert night. On top of that, my company was soon ordered by the Army to deactivate as part of a larger drawdown. And one by one, my men and my helicopters were reassigned until we, re until we rolled up the guide on for the last time. Amid all this, the decision to go to the Defense Language Institute and study Chinese, um, attend a civilian university for a master's degree, and then live and work in Asia sounded exciting. It also felt like quitting, like I had failed, like I was shrinking away from my responsibility to lead and serve soldiers. As I stood at this crossroad, it was so dark. I felt alone and defeated. How do we navigate rough times like this in life, love, and career? 
sometimes all at once? How do we get through it all and know that on the other side we've done the right thing? This is what I learned. Know yourself and take others with you. Each change in life, each new direction, is an opportunity to reinvent yourself and become the person you want to be. A resilient life is like a wagon wheel with you as the hub. Strong spokes are the personal relationships that you build and continuously maintain. Take time to reflect on yourself. What's important to you? What do you know, uh, what do you admire about yourself? What needs work? Then lift your sights outward. What help do you need? Is it encouragement? Maybe a kick in the ass? A shoulder to cry on? Or maybe just a glimpse of a new opportunity or a new possibility? What are your strengths? What can you offer? Experienced advice? A listening ear? Friendship? An example? Perhaps a helping hand? Then overcome your inertia and your doubt and take action. You build your own support team. The relationships you foster will carry the burden, sometimes your load, sometimes someone else's. So do I regret not staying the course and pursuing battalion command? No, I had a great career. I do wonder what might have happened, but I don't regret it. What I do regret, what I wish I had done differently, is I wish I had tried not to go it alone so often. I wished I had reached out to be there for others and seek and accept their support more. When I felt inadequate, I didn't see that I had anything to offer someone else. I didn't see myself as a mentor or a champion of someone else. I wish I had put myself out there more and encouraged others to learn from me, including, or maybe especially, from my mistakes. I never really reached out to the few other women I did serve with. We were living and working in a man's world. And I had internalized the ideal of a soldier as a brave, strong, square-jawed man. Instead of seeking out the support of these women, I struggled alone to prove that I was as good or better than the men. I was afraid that identifying too much with the female soldiers would project weakness, and I missed out on opportunities to draw from their strength and see us all succeed. Don't let others segregate you, and don't separate yourself. This is how bullies isolate others and keep them in line. This is how people protect their turf and set the rules of the game to keep them on top. Segregation isolates us. Separation deprives us of the power of a wider connection, our impact on others and the positive impact of others on us. So what gets you through tough times in life? How do we navigate crossroads when you don't know the way? How do you pick yourself up when you're sure you failed? You do it with others, real people in the flesh. You reach out for help, you extend a hand in friendship 
to encourage and guide someone else the best you can. This gives you both you and those around you support and leaves a lasting lifetime impact. At the time, my crossroad felt like a fizzling ending. Yet the impact one has on a life is often hard to know or judge. It was only years later I learned of the influence I had had on others and of missed opportunities. Kimmy and I were ROTC cadets together up at Bowling Green State while I was here at Finlay, where I was a year ahead. She followed me to also become an Army pilot and a leader. Later, Kim was the first female Army officer instructor at the Virginia Military Institute and served there when it was forced to integrate female cadets for the first time in its history. She trailblazed and helped these cadets through an extremely challenging time. I know my early example made a difference and encouraged her. I wish I had stayed invested. I missed the chance to learn and be encouraged by her struggle and her success. She was in the Pentagon on 9-11 when an airliner plowed into it. She served multiple combat tours. And yes, Kim became an aviation battalion commander. DJ was my classmate at the Defense Language School. I encouraged him to apply to West Point and become an officer, which he did. He graduated and was leading his platoon, his infantry platoon, in Iraq when he was severely injured by an explosion of an IED. I was there for his West Point graduation, and I was there by his bedside with his mom when he arrived in a coma at Walter Reed. Through a grueling recovery, he returned, he stayed in the Army, established the Army's Wounded Warrior Program, and returned to Iraq on a combat tour as an infantry company commander. He still fights for wounded veterans, and we still inspire each other. The fact is, our greatest impact, our greatest strength and resilience isn't derived from success or position, acclaim or fortune. We mean the most, and we are truly strengthened when we forge relationships with others. When you feel your worst, beaten or defeated, when you don't know which way to go, you're lost or alone, seek and accept support. At all times in life, reach out in friendship, reach out in person, and bring someone else along with you. This will be your legacy. This will be your strength. This will be your inspiration. And it will change everything. Thank you. Well, there it is. Are you overwhelmed, tired, afraid, or lost? You are not alone. Reach out. Reach down to help a friend, and especially reach up and accept help. We all need someone to lean on. For all of you out there, be safe, be there, and be kind to yourself. 
Thank you for joining today's podcast. Like to find out more? Visit us at moneypilotadvisor.com. Let's team up and land your financial life.